Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today we're going to be talking about the big news coming out of the Southern Baptist Convention, the white whale that is Rick Warren. That is not just a fat joke, that is also a comment on how much we have fought and how long we have fought to get him disfellowshipped from the Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, this began back in 2021 at the very latest. And it definitely climaxed, or at least so we thought, in 2022. But alas, it has finally happened that he has been moved to be disfellowshipped from the Southern Baptist Convention for his ordaining of female pastors. So that's the big story, but there's more going on. That's just one interesting story. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on in the Southern Baptist Convention that we're going to cover in this video because it all relates because the same players are involved, specifically the Credentials Committee. So before we get into that, don't forget to like the video. Also subscribe to the channel if you are new. Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. Um, we have a newsletter that goes out every day. There's more articles than videos or podcasts. And we're going to wrap multiple articles into one here. So that's a bit of a bonus because they all relate to each other. So you definitely want to check that out. We have a uh, Patreon-like system that gives you more access to behind the paywall, uh, even more content, and you get more direct uh, ability to aim the direction of the research of Evangelical Dark Web. Anyway, um, the first article... We're going to start out with is the Rick Warren one, because why not? That's what you probably came here for. Uh, SBC disfellowships Saddleback Church. Rick Warren equates himself to Christ. Uh, so this is the Southern Baptist Convention. We have you know been fighting for this for years. And the Southern Baptist Convention, and Anthony wrote this article, uh, might be overtaken by feminism, but there's still cognizance to to the question of what is a pastor. And that was the embarrassing moment at the Southern Baptist Convention last year. They didn't know what a pastor was. And that's why they couldn't disfellowship Saddleback Church. They didn't know what a pastor was. They didn't know how to interpret pastor in light of the Baptist faith and message 2000 or church history or uh, the fact that there's no biblical distinction between a senior pastor or any other pastor. You know, they didn't know how to do that in 2022, but I guess in 2023, they figured out what a pastor was and they disfellowshipped Rick Warren Saddleback Church. And this is after last year, uh, Rick Warren bloviated, basically got unchecked uh, speaking on the floor access for like five minutes bloviating about his accomplishments and saying that, you know, how, how great he is. That's what Rick Warren did at SBC 22. And his response to being disfellowshipped, or his church being disfellowshipped, which probably still means he's disfellowshipped, is more of the same, the big ego on Rick Warren. Uh, Friends worldwide, I am so touched by your love, he says in a tweet. Kay and I love you back. We'll respond to the SBC in our time and way through direct channels. Our newsletter to 600,000 church leaders, Daily Hope Radio Broadcast, 1 million PDC alumni pastors list, 11 million social media followers, and then says Luke 2343, which is the reference to him equating himself to Christ. 
Now, uh, yeah, even on his way out, he has to tout how big he is. And let's be real, he, he's a spam newsletter in probably hundreds of thousands of inboxes. But nonetheless, he's going to tout his stats. He's going to patch his stats as much as he can. And, you know, we're still waiting on his response, but he's not really going to provide it, uh, at least a theological argument. I wouldn't expect that from Rick Warren. But, you know, the ego on this guy. But he wasn't the only church that was disfellowshipped from the uh, Southern Baptist Convention by the Credentials Committee. So Rick Warren's the big, the, the white whale, which is, again, not just a fat joke. And we have four other churches or five other churches that were removed and new faith missionary uh, ministry in Griffin, Georgia. This was disfellowshipped over a female pastor, uh, Gwinnett Watson. The church claims to be non-denominational and their SBC affiliation is unclear from their website. They are seemingly a black church. Uh, They hold to the some form of apostolic heresy. So they, so this is a charismatic church that is, that claims to be non-denominational, which probably indicates that they received NAM funding in the past. And that's why they have some sort of affiliation to be disfellowshipped. That that's my guess. And then we got St. Timothy's Christian Baptist. This church says that it's a Baptist church it's located in my backyard of Baltimore, Maryland, founded by a husband-wife pastor combination. Following the death of the husband, the wife reigns over the church with other women in nepotistic relations. The pastor is affiliated with the United Baptist Missionary Convention of Maryland, which is not a Southern Baptist convention. The Southern Baptist Convention in Maryland is the Baptist Convention of Maryland and Delaware. Uh, fun fact. And uh, there's nothing on their website that indicates a relationship with the Southern Baptist Convention. They also had a COVID screening form on their website indicating just how much they fell to branch Covidianism. So, so far we have two churches that aren't really Southern Baptist. And then we got Calvary Baptist Church, another church that says it's Baptist. This church in Jackson, Mississippi is headed by Linda Smith. Linda Smith has SBC roots growing up as an IMB missionary household attending Southwestern Seminary. She was even in ministry at two SBC churches. So I guess another church disfellowship for egalitarianism, uh, which is just another form of feminism, by the way. Uh, And then we got Fern Creek Baptist Church located in Louisville, uh, Kentucky. Fern Creek is held by Linda Popham, who was trained at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary before becoming a music minister at Fern Creek. So interesting that you had two churches with some SBC ties uh, for sure, but they had female pastors, and I guess they got caught. This is actually a pretty new development for the Southern Baptist Convention to actually disfellowship churches that actually aligned in some part with the Southern Baptist Convention. That's pretty new. They usually disfellowship leftovers from the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship or whatever. You know, churches that left 20 years ago. Those are typically the churches that we've seen get disfellowshipped. 
And then we got Freedom Church. This is the most interesting church. We saved it for last. Freedom Church, located in Vero Beach, Florida. This church was disaffiliated over its refusal to cooperate with a sexual abuse allegation. Freedom Church is helmed by Richard Demsick, or at least was helmed by Richard Demsick, a former Anglican priest who switched to the Baptist team. He is reported to be a former pastor, according to an unrelated article that covered his Black Lives Matter activism. I kid you not. This guy has an online presence. He's apparently some sort of TikToker with uh, 17K followers. While the nature of the allegation is unclear, Demsic could be at the forefront, but I'd say it's unlikely as he hasn't been a pastor for three years at least. Uh, the church is not explicitly Southern Baptist. So of the other five churches, two were explicitly black churches disfellowshipped during Black History Month represent, while the other two had female pastors trained up by the SBC. With all the stringency on biblical orthodoxy of the exclusively male pastorate, the SBC, through its seminaries, was responsible for two of these cases, at least in part. Uh, as for the remaining church, it could be another case of the executive committee disfellowshipping a non-SBC church over a, over a refusal to cooperate over an alleged sexual misconduct. All six of these churches should have been disfellowshipped for failure of orthodoxy. However, there remains dozens more in the Southern Baptist Convention that must be purged. So, uh, and again, I want to highlight that this is a victory. This is a W for discernment ministries like Evangelical Dark Web, among others, because we, you know, this channel has been goading the Southern Baptist Convention to disfellowship uh, Saddleback Church for years and you love to see it finally happen. So that's just story number one. We got, and that was a, you know, we covered the other five churches that were disfellowshipped. Pretty big deal. So I want to circle back to a follow up on the last story I did on the Southern Baptist Convention last video, and that was about the uh, the credentials committee going after a church and that church defending Johnny Hunt. They defended Johnny Hunt on the issue of Me Too. They actually fought back against the Me Too. Uh, movement in the Southern Baptist Convention. And while I'm no fan of Johnny Hunt, I, I do like to see a church fight the issue on the premise of the issue and not a technicality. So Todd, Todd Benkirk, who tried to get the church, Highland Park Baptist Church, disfellowship from the Southern Baptist Convention, would end up being booted from the RF. uh which stands for Abuse Reform Implementation Task Force. He got booted from RF last Friday in a Friday news dump. Pretty embarrassing. And while many people uh, claim that Todd Benkirk is some sort of a abuse survivor's advocate, I don't really know what actually lends him credibility to that reputation. But either way, this is another W, a rare Southern Baptist W, uh, in that he was kicked off this committee. He was booted from the committee I mean, or forced to resign from the committee. So uh, we, we were running how the Southern Baptist Convention would respond uh, back to Highland Park. And they did by booting Todd Benkirk from this committee. They The credentials committee got caught with their pants down and uh, they had to take action. 
or Arif had to take action to save face. And again, the credentials committees who did the disfellowshipping, uh, at least initiated the disfellowshipping that we just see, that we just talked about. And then we got the other story. SBC wants to pay pro-homosexual law firm $2 million to build slander website. Again, this is an ongoing story, but uh, if you're familiar with Guidepost Solutions, the gay law firm that the Southern Baptist Convention hired to uh, violate First Corinthians by investigating and making moral judgments within the church, within a parachurch ministry, and within actual SBC churches. Uh, the SBC wants to pay them uh, $1.5 to $2 million to build a slander website, and that is a database of credibly accused uh, people for sexual abuse. But there's a lot of issues with this. One being the Southern Baptist Convention has redefined sexual abuse. Uh, two, they have a Me Too definition of sexual abuse. That's, again, part of definition or problem one. And then uh, three, they don't have the legal standing to declare someone credibly accused. That's not a biblical standard. Uh, and they're being sued for this. The Southern Baptist Convention is currently being sued for defamation by David Sills in the David Sills defamation lawsuit. And one of the reasons why he's being sued is because Guidepost Solutions put a database or a list of credibly no, credibly accused offenders with his picture on it. And he was like the only picture on it. They, they're maligning him as an abuser, even though what he did in no way, shape or form even comes remotely close to being child sex abuse or sex abuse really, which generally refers to children. And you know, he, the, the Southern Baptist convention is highly invested in Jennifer Lyle's abuse victim status. We've covered that a lot on the channel and the guidebook solutions, you know, they're a pro grooming law firm and they didn't do much. They're, report didn't find anything that was unknown other than accusing Johnny Hunt of sexual assault, not sexual abuse, which would never hold up in court. So, uh, the other thing we need to talk about is $2 million to build a website. Are you kidding me? That that's a scam. And that is a scam. Uh, the Southern Baptist convention is just handing these people money hand over fist and it's embarrassing. It's it, it's embarrassing to the church. It really is. Lawyers aren't uniquely qualified to do this type of work. And the Southern Baptist Convention shouldn't be making legal proclamations about who has and hasn't been credibly accused. And whether, whether they've been credibly accused would hold up in civil court. These aren't biblical standards. Uh, it's not the church's job to investigate this. It's not the church's job to hire a law firm to investigate this. It's not really a law firm's job to investigate this either. So anyway, that's the uh, latest update with the Southern Baptist Convention. We got a couple W's, a couple tangible W's out of the Southern Baptist Convention. So you love to see that uh, major $2 million L on the forefront uh, coming up, but Guidepost Solutions is very controversial. The people that aren't awake to the Me Too movement in the Southern Baptist Convention, they're awake to Guidepost Solutions and how much they are pro-homo and pro-grooming and shouldn't be given 
you know, SBC dollars to make moral judgments within the church. So a lot of Southern Baptist people are awake to that. They're not awake to uh, much else, if I just want to be blunt. But uh, we're trying to wake them up here. So definitely subscribe. Uh, so you keep being waking up, not woke. And we will catch you on the next one.